Hi everyone, my name is Nia Nikita. My name is Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wartman. And we are Melanin in the Media, and this is me talking to them while you talk with us. So today we'll be we'll be discussing um, black women and our um, and how we are the most unprotected groups in society, and how we feel unprotected by the people who are supposed to protect us the most, which is black men. So I think one perfect example of this is, um, for instance, the whole Megan the Stallion situation with her and Tory Lanez. So just to provide to provide you guys some like uh, background information on that, Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion, you know, they're really good friends. And then one thing led to another, and he shot her two times in the foot. And the whole thing, um, the whole debacle of the situation is how Megan Thee Stallion um, constantly had to like prove herself, prove her experiences, prove her humanity to the point where she had to like upload pictures of her being shot at, like, I mean, upload pictures of her bullet wounds. Um, when it's like, she shouldn't have to do that. And also at the same time, how uh, when she wouldn't even snitch on Tori after he just shot her, it's because she knew that like the white man's punishment, the police's punishment was gonna be way worse than anything that she can do or feel. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that whole entire situation was just beyond invasive, I feel like, in the media's eyes. The fact that she had to upload pictures of her wounds because people were saying that this experience was false or like fabricated in any way is beyond disgusting. And I feel like people don't when we put celebrities in like this big space, we kind of like, we don't see them as people. We just see them as like objects and like our little for our entertainment. And I feel like it just really goes, it just, it's hard to explain. But either way, to say that her experience isn't valid or like didn't happen and to force her to relive these experiences over and over again by telling us that it did happen, it's just exhausting for her and black women as a whole, because she's not the only person who's been through this or a situation like this. Yeah, it's, it's like, why do, we, why do we as a whole black women have to provide this much evidence for there to be some type of topic or discussion saying, yes, yeah, she's telling the truth. Like that's overextending. And I think, especially when it comes to celebrities, um, they're, they're, they don't have to go out of their way to share their lives. And the fact that, you know, this was already something that was put out in the news and she didn't have to tell you guys like exactly what happened. And she didn't at first, she just left it kind of, uh, you know, a blank statement, go on with whatever, but it comes to a point where why do you have to keep poking and prodding? What, what just let it be? Is it, it is it is like after we being poking and prodding, no one comes to the events for black women except for black women. And then when we tell black men how we feel, um, 
in like all instances, I feel like I, I had a situation with my own brother where I was telling him like as a black woman, like we're unprotected as well. Like we have been on the back burn of every movement and have not reaped the benefits like our like our counterparts on the movement have, including sometimes black men. And I think men, um, uh, black men, um, from my experience, when you express your emotions to them, it's like they take it as an attack to them or their character. When it's simply like me advocating for myself, I'm not belittling you or trying to put you down. I'm just saying that I deserve the same things that you deserve. And my brother literally told me, like, he literally was like going crazy. He was like, well, what do women create? Like, like why does um, our value have to be like to what we contribute to the world or or, how, or what they see or what we see the world? <laughs> yeah or like it's like or what they deem as we contribute when really like we deserve to be treated like human beings and to have respect and we're not just objects of that we're not just objects and we're not placed on this planet just to please y'all and i think another thing with that is like um sheesh i just lost my train of thought but it um miles go ahead and take it let me <laughs> let me yeah, catch it. i feel like black women my demographic group have to do a way better job of taking our sisters holding us accountable as simply that, just accountability. And from a place of love where most of the time it comes from as a place of shame and trying to demonize them. Because I feel like as soon as you call us out on our BS and our wrongdoings, it's, oh my God, just trying to take the black man down. When it's literally just like, we love you, but you have to do better for us. The same way that we ride for you. And I don't think, I don't think they understand that. I think that we have been socialized to thinking that, um, like we said, we're, we're in, we're in a society that upholds patriarchy and uplifts these values that are misogynistic and very egotistical. And it has always been like this for years. And I feel like it's 2020 and black women are just now like, just not waking up. Like, not even like the start. We still have like a long way to go. But black men are like, well, you're wrong because we've been doing it for this long. But it's like just because we've been doing it for that long doesn't mean it's right. Like another thing, like um, like the reason that um, black men are the weakest links in society is because they look at their equality or or their equality and rights as something that they compare to the white men. So for instance, they um. So, for instance, they think the struggle for equality is an achieving status with white men, but white men get their power by oppressing other people. So you have to think in society, like, let's be real, because not to say that black men, we're not, we're not saying that black men don't experience it, but it's kind of like, um, how do I explain it? It's kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it, but... I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like they they don't really have shit in this world, but they always have the black woman, and so yeah. we, so all they have is the black woman. So if they're trying to achieve a certain amount of status, they're going to be looking. They're they're comparing their status to the white man, and the white man control everything. So all the all that they have to control is the black woman. Yes, and I feel like we need to realize that we don't play the same roles as as white men because we're not even in the same game. White men do what they, they, they do because they can. We do not have the luxury to do the things right. that we do. Black and I was just saying I mean, that, you know, last year when we were like getting rid of R. Kelly and Cosby, they were like, okay, but what about Weinstein? What about Epstein? Why are you so upset that you cannot assault women in peace the same way that these white men can? 
Not say that either is right, but it's just not a good argument. Nor is it a fair argument because this is not the world that we live in. And what Nia was saying, to piggyback off what you were saying, everyone has someone when like times are hard to fall back on. White men have white women, same thing in return. Black men have black women. Black women, they don't have anyone. Not even like, and it even goes down like black trans women. Nobody has them because even cis black women are just like, it gets shaky. So for a demographic, all demographics want is security and protection. And I feel like that's what black women get so frustrated is because you look and you look, but it's like, where is it? Especially when you look to people that you would feel would have it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's definitely backhanded, especially when you come, you're coming from a place of trying to be um, secure in yourself as well as making sure everybody else around you is secure. And then you cut, somebody comes out from that person you're trying to protect, come out from the cut saying like, uh, nope, like this is not what happened. And this is why we don't mess with you anymore. This is why you're a liar, da 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 da. You're like, wait a minute, because I just was over here trying to help you out. And then you got a slide like publicist coming in and saying, okay, well, I'm sorry. Like that, that doesn't make sense. If you're trying to be supportive and protective as you claim to be, shouldn't that be out in the open? Shouldn't that be a regular yeah. representation? And yeah, and I think, I think black men think, I feel like sometimes they don't really know how to support a black woman. Because I feel like you having sex with me is not supporting me. You have to, that's no. not supporting a black woman. You um you attending one org meeting is not supporting black women. That's not it's it's on a deeper level level. Like you can't emotionally, emotionally, physically um mind fuck us and then go be like oh, I'm all for my black woman because your everyday actions are showing that you are not. And I think when you try to hold them, when we try to hold them accountable, they're like, why are you trying to oppress me or like come at me when you already know the white man is coming at me or something like ours or anything to that effect. But I feel like what the world fails to realize is that our existence are, is the epitome of intersectionality. So to so a certain extent, we, we identify with our black brothers. We love y'all because we black people going through the same struggle. But we also are, we relate to white women as, as, uh, as well to a certain extent because we are also out here getting raped. We, we, you know what I'm saying? We have uh, men with these misogyn misogynistic ass attitudes and these high places. So it's like, it's like a double on top. Like it's like a double fuck up. Like we doubly fucked up. I don't think that's a word. I made that up, but we like <laughs> up all around. So they're kind of so when they're saying like, "How can you come at me?" But it's like, "What do you mean? How can I come at you when you sitting up here? You beating me? You raping me? You mind fucking me? You you're emotionally abusing me? You're going me through the ringer, and you just expect me to just give you my unwavering love? You can't do the basic support. You can't do the basic shit." I think a lot of the times, like uh, what it comes down to is that. Black men just don't know how to support themselves. And so they're searching and searching for somebody to have their back, the reliability. And Black women know how to end up supporting themselves and supporting everybody else. So, you know, that's how you get the, the, the mindset of 
black women are so strong. They don't need anybody else. They, they don't need our help or whatever. And that's when you have the black man saying all these conflicting things when somebody's trying to hold them accountable, making them a better person, a better people. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. That's somebody else projecting their own issues onto that one big thing. Or, and that's when the whole thing happens. Or when they do support a woman, it's like, no, nah, that's different. That's my mama. That's my sister. Like, right. why, why do you have to treat a woman with respect based on her relationship to a man or to you specifically? Like, yeah. you should, you should want to support women just because that's what you, that's what you should do. Or, or not disrespect women because I should, you shouldn't want to disrespect me or because I'm not your mom or because I'm not your sister. Like, and, and you have to think those women are more than just your sister or just your mother. Right. Woman first. Human first. Period, Miles. But let me, um, so if y'all don't believe me, let me drop the numbers for y'all. Okay, it says that one in three women in the United States will experience domestic violence in their lifetime, okay? But for Black women, that's way way more so more than 40 percent of black women would experience domestic violence in their lifetime according to the institute of women's policies research research status of black women in the united states when in comparison 3.1 percent of all women would experience domestic violence so you have to think 3.145 percent and out of that 3.41 3 damn out of that 331.5 percent 40% of black women are being abused more okay then it says a report from the national center of for victims of crime found that 58 i mean 53.8% of black women had experienced psychological abuse so like like you said being being mentally fucked over while 41.2% of black women have experienced um, physical abuse and it says black women are 2.5 times more likely to be married married i mean not married murdered by a black men so it's not like we making this up it's not like we making this up i think a lot of the times with this as well is that with this issue specifically on the the traction between um black women and black men is that black men don't want to be held accountable they don't want to recognize that there are things to be worked on and if you can't recognize that there are things that need to be worked on as a people or as a singular person when somebody's coming and telling you hey this is wrong step it up if you can't recognize it then there's not going to be change and there's going to be that backlash you have to be open and honest with yourself to actually have some response and that's when you have you know the memes coming up and <laughs> to bring it back to Meg's situation that's when you have the memes and you have Tori being quiet you have all this stuff going on that could have been just completely avoided if you had just recognized yes there is a wrong that I could change there is something that I can improve on personally and then we wouldn't have this whole conversation at all. <laughs> and it's like we said, like we are always protecting um, black men, but when it comes vice versa, they're often not there, MIA, unavailable. Like I feel like uh, an instance where they are, or black men want to come 
to or black men want black women to come to their defense it's like the whole Kanye West situation like um well it's clear that Kanye West is going through some things mentally and I think that social media as a whole is kind of like not romanticizing that but like it's crazy how black men can so quickly go to his aid when it's clearly that he does not need to be the president of anyone's white house or anyone's country and he um and all of a sudden you see memes all over social media saying um well Kanye West needs a black woman he's a black woman but black women are not your dumping ground for trauma we're not we are not made here just to heal you why can't you love us when like why do why why do you have to be going through some shit for you to want to love a black woman why can't you just love us like on the good, the bad, the ugly, not just the ugly. Yeah, why do you guys have to be the backup plan? Like, oh, I went through this. It was like, you know what, it's time for me to cop a black woman, lay down with a black woman. Like, why wasn't that just like, not to say that black women should be your first and foremost preference. That's not to say that at all. But why are they the backup? Why are they secondary to whatever you wanted? And I feel like what we don't realize is like this whole black men versus black woman thing. It's like, it permeates so many spaces, especially like colorism and like, in so many other things. And I feel like, I don't know if this is to help black women, but I want black women to realize that the disrespect that comes to black women from black men is not because black women are hated, it's because black men hate themselves. Mm, right. But you guys are the only demographic that we can get away with our BS and get Say away with our bullying. I don't think they heard you. Say it again. It's coming from a black brother himself. I feel like black men, when we dog black women or disrespect them in any way, I feel like it's not, it's like racism. What we deal with from white people, it's not black people's problem. We just have to deal with it anti-black women the hatred that has nothing to do with black women it has everything to do with the hatred of black men self but it's only because black men can't put that out on, the, on other black men and be socially acceptable and walk away with it but if you put it on a black woman it's just like well we're not going to save them so it's like it's okay we feel like it's all right right that, that's what i was saying like before how they can't end up protecting themselves. They're always relying on the everything else to feel whole. And about the, the questioning of why we're always secondary, as people usually just put things that we know we need to do or know that we need in our lives second and put the things that we actually want to do first or, you know, what will get me around it. And that that's how it always leads up back to being with the black woman is because we are the teachers the healers the creators the life of the world literally like and there's no recognition for that because of the secondary option that has like yes we'll always be there but there's coming it's coming to a point where we don't want to always be there you're you're not helping in any direction to promote us continuing the strength that we already have. Yeah, and when we talk about black men being like the weakest link in the movement for black liberation, it just it's not that we just point you out and be like you guys are weak. Like it literally makes sense. Like think about like any social group. The most privileged in that social group tends to be the one with the biggest blind spot. 
for like oppression and everything. And with black men, you have male privilege, especially with cishet black men, you have straight privilege, you have cisgender privilege. So of course you're not gonna be like very in tune for other problems going on in your community. And when I say this, we're not to say that you guys are like the bad guys of the black community, but we have to acknowledge that the most like hotep ideologies, they come from black men. The most homophobia in the black community comes from black men who perpetuates colorism the most, black men, who perpetuates the most misogyny, abuse, black men. And it's not to say that you guys mean to do it, but what we're saying is that it has to stop. And in order for it to stop, you guys have to take accountability for yourselves and not take it so personally. Because I feel like when we call this out, you guys get offended because your egos are hurt, not because what any of us have said was wrong or false. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Another thing um, that I also think is like pretty crazy is like, so of course, uh, they just, of course, making the science just drop this song. Wop, wop, wop. And okay. men are like so mad, especially black men. Black men and um, Republican white women are so pissed about this fucking song. And they're so mad about the song. And um, so basically the song is just very vulgar. I don't even think the song is vulgar because when you look at it compared to several uh, male rappers or like male artists, period, it's she's singing the same shit. It's just the fact that she's a woman saying it. And then I think it's so crazy because again, I was in the car with my brother and he was like, so what do you, um, he's like, so what do you, why do you think Megan's, you know, all this backlash about the song? I'm like, because men hate women. And I was just, I was like joking. I'm like, men hate women. So like, they mad when we like enjoy stuff. So he's like, well, I just think it's crazy how you guys don't want to objectify your, don't like when we objectify you, but you're objectifying yourselves. I don't think, the, I don't think that's the point. I don't get the point. then you don't have to get the point. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, are you, are you or are you not objectifying yourself in your rap songs? Like, the regular straight <laughs> man rap song. Are like, you we, not calling your, being an object in your music videos and everything? <laughs> I feel like it's important that we don't conflate the two, which is objectifying oneself and just basically embracing one's body and sexuality. And I feel like the big word is, oh, women are disrespecting themselves. But literally, have you heard the song? I feel like the whole thing is glorifying a woman's body and capabilities. I don't know. Maybe I listened to the wrong verse or whatnot where the disrespect was. If you have it, please send it to me. But I can't find it. And I, is it just me? I'm going to get the woman's point of view. Is that, isn't that like a little unattractive? What? When like. A woman speaks sexually about herself and like a man has a problem. Yeah. Like, That's like the biggest it? turn off. Because to me, to me, you think to me, I interpret that as you don't think I enjoy sex. Do you think that we're having sex to please you? Do you oh think God. I think men men think sex is something that they do to with them? to women and not with women and that also that also goes back to the whole that's, the, that's why i don't want a daughter narrative or this is why i don't want that because uh like i, I said men so. men think that we're here to please them and it's like yeah i fuck with that song because shit you know what i'm saying that's my business but y'all can um because lil wayne had me singing shit that i shouldn't have been singing when i was like 10 years old <laughs> 
and nobody batted an eye. But as soon as oh, y'all really? no, talk about a crumb of y'all coochie, it's like, oh my God, y'all need fathers. No, because this whole conversation leads back to the originality of people defining what is what in the human body and figuring out what exactly sex is. And all of that was ran by men. I took a women and genders class. And all this started in the Western world. Let's be clear on that. This started with the white man trying to figure out what the organs are. <laughs> and they didn't understand how sex worked. And so they really thought that there was no pleasure coming from a woman. From sex, everything was just a man. It's just the man doing what they got to do and the woman ended up pregnant. Like The woman ended up pregnant. That's all it was. And when they found out that women actually have some type of pleasure from it, it was like this boom crazy thing. And so that's when a whole bunch of dogging down of like, oh, we have to track women's sexuality because they'll, they'll like control everything. They're just these crazy sexual beings. Wait a minute, are you or are you not over here raping this one and that one, having a family with your sister? I don't, I, cause I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is that or is that not true? <laughs> if anybody needs to be controlled or contained with their sexuality or objectifying themselves, it's the man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just so crazy to me how men just like, how men and how men are so openly comfortable critiquing Meg Thee Stallion's and Cardi B's songs to other women as if we supposed to agree with them. I think I've already had about four or five men. It's not even like random men. It's like men that I know, like my barber, my own brother. Like, like you don't get what you're saying and you think I'm just about to agree with you? Right. It's just, it's basic gender roles that have been continuous that, you know, women are supposed to be the submissive, the innocent, and the great being but at the same time are like, but <laughs> like you, you guys. No, men, <laughs> I think I'll always be like, men are played. That's because they just stress me out. And I think it's crazy to me, like for me, me personally, like I was raised by like, I was raised by a man. Like I was raised by a single father, but, but my dad treated me well. When, when I look at how my dad like maybe treated or even spoke to other women, like, that wasn't okay to me. Like, so again, it goes back to saying how, like, men feel like they can only respect us um, based on, like, that's my brother. Or, I mean, that's my sister. That's my mother. That's my daughter. But, like, if you're not respecting other women, like, your daughter or that person is just going to pick up on those behaviors as well and think it's okay to, like, be treated like that when it's not. Like, I don't know. And also, yeah. when, I, and also when I think about men that, like, I have relations with or intend to have relations with, it's like I feel like I'm settling, and I feel like I'm not not, and I feel like I'm uh, settling in regards to like. So I feel like you, I feel like I feel like as a black woman, for me, I know that all black men have a certain amount of like those egos, hotep, hotep ideologies. So I just be like, okay, so which which nigga do I feel like dealing with their hotep ideologies the most? Like it's never just like, okay. Wait, you're not homophobic? Wait, you're not sexist? Oh my God, it's kind of like, 
Well, he's five percent sexist and he's ten percent sexist. So I'm, I'd rather deal with the five percent. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that. And whew, like, the my family is one hundred percent like about respect and honor. And so when I'm coming from that place of this is what I expect and this is what I'm getting and this is what I'm seeing from everybody else, it's just kind of shocking. Like, why do, why is society, why do we have this built up mindset that's, it's plaguing. I'm, I'm, it's plaguing people that, that's what we're looking for is the bare minimum of respect. That's how, that's what we're, settling for is the bare minimum of respect across the board the bar is in hell at this point (laughs) the bar is in hell and back to like the whole song and like men's opinions the fact that we have the audacity to even form an opinion on such a matter that is so women and like far from us and there's like a whole thing on twitter that's like men stay out of women's business Cause I feel like it's just so apparent now. And I was talking to my cousin and my mom about this. I was like, I don't know if this is rude to say, but I feel like men don't get told that like they're wrong enough. Yeah. And then my cousin was like, she, my cousin was like, y'all don't like y'all spend your whole lives getting y'all ego stroke. So as soon as like y'all are faced with, hey, that's wrong. Hey, I don't like this. It's like, how dare you? Or like, what do you mean you don't like this? This is how it's set up. Right. Well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. But to add on to that, um, we have to continue fighting for women's justice and not just our justice, but um, y'all need to be there for us, be an ally, be y'all sister's keeper, how y'all say y'all want to be y'all sister's keeper. Um, Yeah, so thank you for tuning in for this episode of Melanin in the Media. I'm Nina Nikita. I'm Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wortman. And this is me talking to them while you talk with us. Hi.